This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa Podcast brought to you by Bet Rivers. Remember, for all of your wagering needs, it's Bet Rivers in New York and New Jersey, Place Sugar House. In Connecticut, as the Knicks fall 108-101 to the Heat in Game 1 at the Garden, Uh, they obviously had to play without Randall. Grimes was still uh, banged up. He played uh, a couple of minutes, played 10 minutes, uh, but was ineffective. Um, Butler, just to bring it up to date, may have sprained his ankle late in the game. He clearly was impacted. In the final four minutes, the Knicks, though, didn't take advantage of that, which I'll get to in a minute. I don't know if Butler will play game two after they win game one. If his ankle's a problem, I'm sure they would sit him one game and then, uh, you know, try to win the game without him. Uh, That would be a tough chore. Sounds like Randall went through a workout and looked okay. Sounds like he'll come back for game two. I mean, the Knicks got a quick start out of Obi Toppin, so it didn't feel like they were going to miss Randall that much. Uh, but then everything they did early, uh, Spolster took away. Now, remember this. I've said it to you before. You've heard it a million times out everywhere. Spolster is one of the great coaches. He is incredibly underrated. He will go down as one of the great coaches in NBA history. He is a remarkable coach. He uh, does a great job of making adjustments, getting subtleties, and he did it in this game. The Knicks early took apart the Miami defense by getting in the paint. Now, we know the Knicks can't shoot threes. We all know that. They're the worst shooting team that entered the playoffs. They can't shoot threes. They have to overcome that. They overcome that by being aggressive and driving the ball into the paint. They overcome that by getting offensive rebounds. They overcome it by getting to the foul line. Today, they didn't win any of those battles. They not only got embarrassed from the three-point line, but they got outscored on the foul line. They turned the ball over and gave up a lot of points off turnovers. And they didn't even win the offensive rebounds, which against Cleveland, they killed Cleveland on the offensive glass in that series. Today, they didn't even do that. Uh, they, he'd had 10 offensive rebounds. The Knicks had 12. So the Knicks had no real advantage there, and that was very late when they got a couple of them. Uh, the Knicks were an embarrassing 7 of 34. 7 of 34 from three. I mean, Brunson, Barrett, and Hart were 1 for 16 from three. You can't win if those three guys are going to be one for 16 from three. They can't do that. But what really annoyed you in this game is the Knicks let a nice first half lead get away. 
when they went in at halftime only up five, I felt very – I didn't feel good about the game at all because I had already seen Spolster make some adjustments. And the biggest adjustment he made was he basically had his defense wall off and stop Brunson's penetrations into the paint. So he made Brunson become a perimeter shooter, and Brunson doesn't a lot of times make shots from the perimeter. He has to get into the paint and shoot that floater. That's his game. And in the second half, he didn't do that. Uh, So he had a good first half. He had 15 points at the half. He wound up, he got a late basket. uh, So, you know, he wound up with 25. He got a couple of late ones. But you know what? He didn't have an effective game. And here's the critical moment in this game. You had Jimmy Butler hurting. You had the Knicks down three. They got... Lowry, who was a big thorn in their side in this game, and I promise you will be a big thorn in their side in this entire series. Lowry and Love will be a pain in the neck this entire series. And here's a perfect example. Lowry today, 18 points, five rebounds, six assists. That can't happen. That cannot happen if the Knicks are going to win. And Love, nine points, five rebounds, four assists in 16 minutes. You can't have that. And then Vincent, what does he do? He scores 20 points. He makes back-breaking three after back-breaking three. And he made the critical three in this game. It was 97-94 after Brunson scored. Okay? They came down. Lowry missed. Lowry then knocked the ball out of Robinson's hands. It went to Vincent, and Vincent nails a three. So now they're up 100-94. Instead of the Knicks having the ball down 97-94. This is with four minutes left in the game. Then Brunson comes down, goes wildly into three guys in the paint, and gets tied up. Loses the tip. So that's one turnover. Barrett comes down, gets his shot blocked. Okay? They all know he's going left. Gets his shot blocked. That's two straight without a, a, a ball going in the hoop. Now, what happens off that? Barrett comes down and, and tries to set a pick and sets the worst pick you've ever seen. Gets called for a block, uh, for a offensive foul there and on the block. And now it's three straight trips without anything. They come back off that. Barrett throws the ball past Hart and out of bounds. That's four straight trips. And then Barrett comes down again, turns it over in the paint. Five straight trips. So five straight trips, nothing. And now it's 104-94, game, set, match. Those couple of minutes right there. Knicks went four minutes in the fourth quarter without scoring. Those five trips, one from Brunson, four from Barrett. You can't have Barrett with the ball every single trip. He can score. We know that. He can't be the guy who's going to be the main facilitator down the stretch of the game. He'll turn the ball over too much. And when you look at it, and Brunson, Barrett, and Hart are one for 16 from three, they also were really bad in turning the ball over. So when you have those three go one for 16 from three, they also had nine, ten turnovers from the three guys. So one for 16 from three and ten turnovers from those three guys, it's not going to work. 
It's not going to work. The Knicks beat Cleveland soundly because they got to the foul line. Most nights they made their free throws. They didn't in game three, and they still won easily. They pounded them on the offensive glass, and they didn't turn over the ball. Today, they turned the ball over 13 times. The Heat turned it over eight, and they got equaled on the glass, and they got killed on the foul line. The Heat made 23 foul shots. The Knicks made 12 and shot 60% from the foul line. The Knicks are not going to win that way. This team, the Heat had a very spotty year. We know that. The Heat are a very, very streaky three-point shooting team. They have a lot of guys who can make threes. We know that. And they have games where they can shoot the lights out three. Butler's not a great three-point shooter. He's not going to live on the three-point line. You know that. He had 25 and 11. He only took one three today. He had a quiet game for him, but he had 25 points and 11 rebounds. Vincent took 12 threes today. He made five. Love was two for five. Struss, who can shoot it, two for five. Lowry, three for six. Robinson, who we know can shoot it, he's had injury problems, came in, he missed all five threes he took. They can make threes. They have a lot of different guys who can shoot threes. The Knicks don't. The Knicks, the only guy they got today who did anything from three was Obi Toppin. He was four of 11. You don't want Obi Toppin taking 11 threes, but you had no choice today. Quickly was one for four. Grimes was one for three. Toppin was four for 11. Brunson was 0 for seven. Barrett, one for five. And Hart, 0 for four. That is a dreadful seven for 34 from three. It's not going to work. Now, we're going to deal with ankles before game two. If I had a guess, I'd say Randall will play. I don't know what will happen with Butler. He's a tough guy, but they're going to be smart here. They got game one. They are not going to let him risk really injuring himself. If that thing's really tender, he'll sit game two. We'll see what happens. Okay? We'll see how that goes. Obviously, the Heat already got what they wanted. They'll come here, play with house money Tuesday night. Knicks have to get a win to get to 1-1, or we all know what the deal is. We know the Knicks' record of losing game ones at the Garden and what they do in playoff series. They don't win. We know that, okay? This is going to be a tall order. This is not a good, ma- great matchup. It's a series going in. You know Butler was playing all-world basketball. It's a series that... I really believed would be a long one, but I thought the Knicks could win. If They need Randall to come back because they don't have enough. Listen, I'm not a Randall fan, but they need Randall to be on the floor because they need the good Randall to win. There's nights where they need another scorer. They don't have that scorer. Today, Barrett was really good early. Obi Toppin was really good early. They cooled off. Brunson missed a lot of perimeter shots. He scored 25 points, but you know what? He can play a lot better. We know that. They, shut, they did a good job of shutting him down. He did a good job shooting from two. He was 0 for 7 from three. But they forced him outside 
And obviously he had trouble from the perimeter the entire game. Early he did, the whole game he did. They can get game two and then get back into the series. The series is not over, but this was a bad game one. They got off to a good start. They got a double-digit lead. They let them chip away in the second quarter when it was five points at the half. You didn't feel good about where the Knicks were because the Heat had already started taking away the Knicks in the paint. The Knicks also sent a lot of guys to the offensive glass trying to make plays in the paint and also get to the offensive glass. Didn't do a good job of balancing the floor. Love is throwing these long passes down the court to Butler and everybody else, and they're getting easy baskets. You got to have floor balance there. Somebody's got to protect the rim. That goes without saying. Somebody has got to protect the rim. Experience was a big factor today for the Heat. Their coach has been in a million big series, and he's a great coach. Lowry is a guy who knows his way around big series, and he was a big factor today. And he can be a thorn in their side this whole series, so will love. Those guys know what they're doing. They're experienced players. They will be big in big spots, so will Butler. They have a lot of guys who can do different things. You know that Bam can go into the paint and get a bucket. You know that. You know what Vincent can do. And Vincent's a fearless player who is aggressive and is going to do what he does. Martin's going to be aggressive also. You know that. Struss can make threes. They have different ways to score. They are an erratic team. They've been an erratic team. But they're also a gritty team that shows you a lot of toughness because they're a tough organization. They demand toughness from Riles right down. Riles always demands mental toughness, physical toughness from his players. That's who he is. That's what he's always demanded. And this team delivers that. Lowry brings that. Butler brings that in truckloads. And we didn't even have to deal with Butler down the stretch of the game today because he was hurting and the fact that they had opened up the lead. You know what he's going to be like trying to close out games. That goes without saying. They took Brunson away when they had to. They double teamed him. They built that little wall in the paint so that he couldn't get in there and get the floater. And the Knicks are going to have to adjust. Plus, they need to get Randall back. Listen, I'm not a Randall guy, but the Knicks are a better team with Randall. That's all there is to it. I understand they put him on the bench and won the game the other day against Cleveland. I understand he didn't play today and they got off to a fast start. But the bottom line is the Knicks need another scorer. They can't rely on Barrett to go try to make plays by himself in the fourth quarter because all that resulted in was chaos. It's all it resulted in. Okay, I mean, and a bunch of turnovers. Barrett, listen, he doesn't make his threes. He gets to his left hand. He can make a jumper. He can make a, a uh, he obviously can get to the, to his left hand and get to the lane and get some baskets. He's done that. He did a good job. He had 20 points, uh, 26 points. He had nine rebounds. He had seven assists. He also had four big turnovers, and they came right in a row in the fourth quarter. And they were killers. They got a good game. Toppin had 18 and 8. That's all you can ask for out of him. But when you're relying on him not to be a guy off the bench who gives you a lift, but for a guy who's got to be a main cog in your wheel, 
That's a different story. They need Randall to do that, and then they can use Obi coming off the bench, and it gives them some more depth, and it gives them another piece that they can play with. They need Randall to come back, and they need Randall to play well, and to give Brunson some support. So, yes, Tuesday will be a must-win. This was a bad loss. I did think that despite the way the Heat kind of took over the game in the third quarter, I thought when they got down off the Brunson make at 97-94, I thought they had a chance to steal the game right there. Instead, they had five. They had the missed opportunity to get the defensive rebound. Ripped away by Lowry, and then and then Vincent makes the three. And then those five terrible trips, one after another after another, just awful. One was worse than the next. And they got nothing out of any of them. And the Knicks fall in game one. Disappointing. It was a star-studded group at the Garden. I guess Aaron Rodgers is going to go to a lot of games, huh? He was at the Nick. He was at the Ranger game last night. I saw him last night. You saw him on camera a bunch of times last night when I was watching the Ranger game, and you saw him there today. So I guess Aaron's going to be quite visible, and he will be the toast of the town. I mean, you saw a who's who today, you know. And Aaron's going to get a front row seat. That's what happens when you're the quarterback. So that goes without saying. You know, there's always that pecking order. Some of these guys, without getting into it too much, but some of these guys, they want to be in the front row. They don't like winning. I, I, I know some players who, when they would call up and they were told, hey, listen, we're out of front row seats. We want, you know, you have to put your four or five rows back. And they're like, oh, no, I got to be in the front row. I'm not coming. And they'd say, hey, don't come. But I won't say who they are, but there's a couple who have demanded that. Okay, a couple of Yankees, but I'm not going to say who. But the bottom line is you can see who gets the pecking order. Now, don't count Spike because he buys the seats. Okay, but you had a star-studded group there today. I'll tell you how it is, though. Some of those guys, like the rappers and stuff, who were sitting in the front, I don't even know who they are. My kids tell me, oh, you know who that is? That's, I'm like, who's that guy? They're like, this guy's he's a big rapper. He's a you know, hey, that's the way it goes. But I thought, like going into the game today, when you knew Randall wasn't playing, you're like, okay, the Knicks can still win this game today. I thought they could still win the game. They got off to a really nice start. You felt good about things. I did not feel good about things at the half, but I came away with a real disappointed feeling after they had it cut to three, and then they just got so sloppy and messy and just so bad with the basketball. And they looked like a team that just doesn't understand their surroundings yet, while the Heat looked like a team that understands very well their surroundings. And the Heat's pedigree... And guys like Lowry and Love and Butler and obviously Spolstra, they understand these games. They understand what it takes to win these games. And they got that done when they had to. 
and they come away with a win in game one. So ankles will be an issue going into game two. Knicks need to get a win Tuesday night to get this thing all evened up. Uh, And you know what? You're not going to bury them, but you were hoping they'd get off to a fast start in this series. You know, this looked like a series they could win. Now it's going to be a whole lot tougher. Would have been a lot better sitting here at one nothing, but it's not. It's 0-1, and they got they got of a little hole. Are they capable of doing it? If they play their best, yes. But as you see, the Heat, who, as we know, were a couple of bounces of the ball of being eliminated from going to the postseason. As you know, they can be tough when they have to be. And that's not even, we didn't even get into the, you know, Superman Butler stuff, which we saw in the Milwaukee series. I mean, that guy was unbelievable. I mean, you know how many 40-point playoff games he's had recently and what he accomplished, you know, what he did in games, in the last two games of that series was historic in terms of the scoring. Historic. Only been done by a cut. You're talking about, you know, Will Chamberlain. You're talking about Jerry West. You're talking about guys like that who had accomplished this. Jordan, of course. Uh, That's the guys you're talking about who had accomplished what Butler did in the last couple of games. It hasn't been done that many times. It's that special. We'll have some stuff up tomorrow. And obviously, leading into Tuesday with what's going on, we'll keep you up to date on everything going on. We'll do a little draft post-mortem. Rangers and my guy Kreider did a good job last night. Got the series back now for a game seven. I'm interested in the Boston game tonight. You know, I I, I know Boston's been unbelievable all year. I haven't. You know, haven't watched them. I'm looking forward to this tonight. It's been, you know, I'm sure a, a shocking series to this point. A lot of goals scored, too. So it'd be interesting to see. I know nobody expects Boston to fall tonight, but who knows? Maybe you see something special. It would be one of the great upsets ever if it happens, considering the regular season the Bruins had. So they're playing a game seven tonight. Uh, Rangers playing a game seven uh, tomorrow. And the Knicks will be trying to dig out of a one nothing deficit before they get ready to go to Miami for games three and four on Tuesday night, probably with Randall. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Nice to be seen. We'll see you later. Hey, it's Mike Miss here. What a time to be a Philly sports fan. And you can share the excitement with me each week on the Mike Missinelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Listen and subscribe to the Mike Missinelli podcast today wherever you get your podcasts.